Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. And welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the noon report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are Jason McGuire at New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Jason, I want to start with you this week. There is not a lever of power not controlled by by the Democrats in Albany. They rule the roost, so to speak. So why is the Assembly Speaker, Carl Hasty instituting these new rules in Albany that make life harder on Republicans? Yeah, there's been a, a process that gets a little in the weeds. Essentially, minority Republican legislators could force votes on their bills once a year. That will not happen under these new rules. They're limited to four bills. And so really, this is an attempt to turn the People's House into Hasty's House, yeah. where he'll be further constricting the power of the super Democratic majority in that chamber. So the motivation here is to get the Democrats on the record when it comes to these bills. They're not necessarily trying to get them passed. They just want them on the record. Now they don't have to go on the record, right? Yeah, the Republicans know they can't pass the legislation, but they could force votes on things that frankly the people want, but are being blocked in that House. And this allows the Democratic majority to dodge accountability on these issues. Yeah. Well, Michael, hey, the Pennsylvania House will get back to business next week, February 21st. They are scheduled to be in session. It's been a while because of this power struggle. The big question, of course, is will Mark Rossi remain the House Speaker or do Democrats have someone else in mind? Well, it's hard to know for sure what's going to happen because so much of it is discussed behind closed doors, and I'm not privy to those conversations. But from what I am hearing, it's looking like Razi is going to hold on to that post until such time as he passes a constitutional amendment dealing with sexual abuse with the Catholic Church and opening up statute of limitations on that. And the sense is that perhaps when he gets that passed, then he will pass the torch or allow someone else to take that leadership. Democrats uh, want uh, Joanna McClinton, a uh, Democrat from Philadelphia, to be become the speaker. But again, we don't know for sure. All right. We'll talk more about the legislation they're pushing in the House in a minute. But first, Jason, story out of New York City, but I think it will interest our listeners upstate as well. This has to do with unvaccinated teachers who were fired for not getting the COVID shot. Apparently, they have had their fingerprints handed over to the FBI. Uh, is there any legal recourse for these teachers? Well, I think it shows that the FBI continues to be out of control. I mean, whether it is the lack of follow-through on what's happening at a pro-life pregnancy centers or it is the targeting of parents at school board meetings, you can go to so many different issues with the FBI now. Now, the fingerprinting of those who are unvaccinated, it just doesn't stop. You would think the FBI has more to do than to focus on these types of issues. And I would hope that legally there would be pressure applied by many of these groups to go back to the FBI and to say, do your job 
and yeah. stop targeting American people. We should mention a judge ruled those teachers had to be rehired with back pay. So we'll see where this story goes from there. Michael, we mentioned that the Democrats are now in charge in Harrisburg in the House. They want things like photo ID for buying ammo. Uh, farmers allowed permission to cultivate uh, medical marijuana. What else are they pushing that you're keeping an eye on this session? Some of what we're watching has to do with the sexual orientation and gender identity issue, the so-called LGBT agenda and the anti-discrimination legislation that has been percolating for some time, and we've managed to stave that off over the years. Democrats want to satisfy that constituency. That would be one that we're clearly watching. There are also efforts to try to roll back the school choice initiatives that we already have here in Pennsylvania. The teachers union is very powerful within the Democratic caucus in the House of Representatives, so we have to to make sure that we hold on to school choice gains that have happened already thus far in Pennsylvania. All right, and you got more on that on your website. At the end, we'll give that. Jason, former New York Lieutenant Governor Betsy McCoy wrote an op-ed this week uh, that really calls out uh, Governor Hochul's housing compact. We have talked about this the past several weeks. You are very concerned, even though this is more to do with suburbia, New York City area. This should be concerning to everyone hearing this program. What is this housing compact and why is it dangerous? Well, it was an attempt by the state to take over local control of where you choose to live. Essentially, it is Governor Kathy Hochul saying that she will have the right to override local control over what types of buildings and how many should be built in your little village or your town. You know, just in my little village of 4,000 people, uh, you know, we're looking at having to build uh, nine new homes and 18 new homes in the town. Now, that may not sound like a lot in one little village, but if you start looking at 1,000 in some larger cities, it changes the makeup of that location and that place. This is uh, really local control, not local control. And we have to realize that we ought to have some right to choose where we live and not have to fit into some kind of a New York City cookie cutter living situation. Yeah, well said. Michael, uh, citing ever-growing numbers of unaffiliated voters, apparently they are the fastest growing group of voters, the unaffiliated. Uh, There are rumblings again in Harrisburg to open up the primary election to the unaffiliated. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't think it's a great idea. I think it's, uh, you know, again, push for more changes in Pennsylvania election law. We saw with the introduction of early voting and the mail-in voting, big changes in many of the results that have happened in Pennsylvania. And then with this notion of having these open primaries, you sort of dilute uh, the two-party system into a situation where voters can switch sides and not just unaffiliated voters, but Democrats can vote in Republican primaries and vice versa to sort of mix up the pot and, and I think just sort of destroy what I think has been a good system thus far here in Pennsylvania. Gotcha. Michael, there was a story on gambling this week. Of course, this is something you're keeping a close eye on. The Pennsylvania Council on Compulsive Gambling, very concerned with the amount of young men age 18 to 24 who are getting hooked on online sports betting. How big of a problem is this? It's a a massive problem, and it's part and parcel of something that we've said for years since uh, Governor Rendell first uh, pushed for legalized casino gambling in Pennsylvania, and that is that access creates excess. And so now with everybody with the smartphones being ubiquitous, a computer in every home, a smartphone in every pocket and things, that means you can gamble wherever you are. And with the introduction of sports gambling, the sports angle is attractive to young men, obviously, whether it's the Super Bowl or baseball games or whatever. And then you add the ubiquity of 
smartphones and the ability to gamble away and, and get those monies and the advertising that happens, it's no wonder that we have a crisis of addiction and sports gambling among young men. Gotcha. Access equals excess. Boy, you guys have got the one-liners this week. Love it. Jason, uh, New York Congresswoman AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez making headlines for a couple of Super Bowl commercials that she thinks Jesus would not have approved of. And those were those Jesus-themed He Gets Us commercials. Why would anyone have a problem with those commercials? Yeah, it was a curious response from uh, an elected official who's pro-abortion, uh, pro-same-sex marriage, and so many other issues. I think Jesus may have some issues with some of the votes that AOC has cast as well. The ads, frankly, are being attacked from the right and the left as being very middle of the road. To have AOC attack an ad simply saying that we shouldn't hate one another just seemed far out of left field. I really don't know what's driving it other than she needs to maintain being in the constant conversation, but her every hot take is not the one that probably is the best take. Yeah, when you think of how polarized the country is right now, why wouldn't you want something that's not polarizing? Anyway, well, Michael, you get the last word this week. The Legislative Black Caucus made headlines in Harrisburg this week by saying that black history isn't being taught enough. They want school districts to go back and revisit their anti-bias training. Is it black history that they want, or is it something else thereafter in the public schools? Well, I can't say uh, across the board what the different members of the Black Caucus may be wanting, but uh, the concern that many people have is that it's not so much black history, but this uh, critical race theory. And, uh, you know, the notion of not hating one another in those Jesus commercials that the AOC was criticizing, what we see with this critical race theory and things is actually a push to hate each other. And that is not a good thing. And hopefully more teaching of black history will not result in more teaching of CRT. All right. Well, just like that, our 10 minutes are up. We've been a lot of places uh, the past 10 minutes. But if you have any question about any topic discussed on today's program, I'm sure you would love to hear from our listeners, Jason. Where can folks find you online? AlbanyUpdate.com. And if you have questions well about anything you heard today on the program from Harrisburg, Michael Gear, you have a wonderful website as well. PAFamily.org.